Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 32 plus here now, you're inside looking to the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves. As I said, been on that position now for better than three decades. And today, we're talking heavyweights, folks, a new WBO heavyweight champion, that's right, Joseph Parker, of course, of New Zealand, a guest on this show in the past, captured a, a majority decision over uh, Andy Ruiz down there in New Zealand. Close fight, 7-5 to five in rounds, where Parker took it away in scores. Of course, one judge thought it was even. Ruiz thought he did enough to win, but he was sort of lazy down the stretch. Bottom line is, the right guy won, I thought. And, of course, the real fight across the pond is going to be eventually, eventually, Joseph Parker and, of course, Anthony Joshua. Joshua was a winner as well yesterday. And speaking of guys who are named Molina, if your name's Molina, probably wasn't a good day for you yesterday as a boxer. Both Eric Molina and another Molina got lit up. I'm talking about Eric Molina got lit up by Anthony Joshua, like in the blink of an eye. And then before you knew it, Terrence Crawford annihilated John Molina. They weren't related, but they might as well have been. Straight up, they were both lit up like the White House Christmas tree. Open phone lines around the world, one 800 878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The uh, great Socrates Palmer will be here at 20 minutes past the hour to discuss the weekend in boxing. I'll give you the results after the bell. Bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Probably goes in Ali clip a little bit later as well. This is your inside look at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. 32 plus years now. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Live from the West Coast. One can have a dream, babe. Two can make a dream so real. You use so many big words, how would you trick a man? I'm not going to trick you. You know I'm not going to trick you, Mom. Wouldn't think of doing it. You're being extremely truculent. Whatever truculent means, if that's good, I'm there. You are not a stupid boy. Make the light shine through. It takes two, baby. It takes two, baby. Me and you. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, Uh, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Marilyn brought her famous holiday ham with the sight of wet coughing. Probably shouldn't eat it, but there goes your husband. Soon everyone's sniffling. It's the flu, but you're not going to get sick because you got your flu shot at Rite Aid, where they care about you and your health. So while they suffer through their sore throats, coughing, and aches, you'll teach your granddaughter to make your famous snickerdoodles. Mmm, it's not too late. Shield yourself with the flu and pneumonia shot at Rite Aid. If you're over 65, the CDC recommends both. It's free with most insurance and no appointments necessary. Rite Aid. With us, it's personal. Flu vaccines available while supplies last. Age restrictions apply in some states. See pharmacy for details. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 
800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Pedro, let me, let me tell, let, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You were your team and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. Jason, um, how does it feel to hold the belt as the new heavyweight champion of the world? What a great feeling. I mean, I dreamed of doing this one day, and now, you know, it's a dream. They go and sort of punish him from the outside. That's when we, we knew we, you know, we won those rounds. So, I mean, it was a very close fight. He brought his A game. We knew he was going to bring his A game because he trained hard. He worked out, lost some good weight. He showed speed and power. And uh, I think it was a, it was a great fight that we both put on. Did, did he surprise you? you? Oh, no. He didn't surprise me. I knew he was going to come strong. Like Kev said, I underestimated him from what he looks like. He's a tough, tough fighter. And, I mean, it could have went either way, but we pulled it off in the end. This is, the, this, is the, this is the dream come true? This is the dream come true for you? This is the dream come true, but this is just the start. Now that we win this, we're going to dominate the, the heavyweight division. That's our goal. The goal is now to win, keep winning, dominate, and then uh, unify those belts. And we have a great team to do it, and we can do it. As the fight wore on, did you feel yourself getting the advantage? What's next is that we need a break. <laughs> a good break. Uh, yes, yes, next? yes. The new WBO heavyweight title holder, of course, the first guy from New Zealand to ever win a heavyweight title. Joseph Parker, of course, an amateur standout. His scores last night were 114-114, meaning one judge saw it 6-6 in rounds. The other two judges scored it 115-113 for Parker, who improves to 22-0 with 18 KOs. Of course, 115-113 means 7-5 in rounds. Ruiz drops to 29-1. And this was a bit of a, a perplexing match. And early on, Andrew Ruiz seemed to be outworking, of course, the hometown lad. I'm talking about Joseph Parker. And then, all of a sudden, Ruiz has stopped throwing punches. And for some reason, um, you know, I mean, Mr. Parker realized, guess what, this guy's not throwing anything anymore. And he started throwing and working his jab and the right hand behind him. Before you knew it, you know, Ruiz looked like he had dug himself into a pretty big hole after, after you know, winning the early round. So, the bottom line is, at the end of the fight, it was a very, very close fight. 75 rounds went to the hometown guy. Probably could have went either way. Some people thought Ruiz won. I guess the rematch is in the making. We'll talk with Paco Valcarcel about that in the near future. But Parker, still undefeated, looking good. Ruiz, you know, Ruiz is, um, unfortunately, Mexican heavyweights do not look that good. What I mean by that is, and I'll say, I got in trouble for saying this like 25 years ago on, on television. A Mexican heavyweight is usually a fat middleweight. Oh, yeah, but that's usually the truth because, you know, they don't have the, the um, how can I put this, the body structure to hold that kind of weight. I mean, they're just, you know, I mean, Areola's a little bit different, but then look at Areola's body. He's never been like uh, Hercules or anything like that. Um, what I'm trying to say is Mexican heavyweights are rare, and a lot of times in the past, the guys have been real fat, you know, basically fat, fat middleweights. Like yesterday... Um, Deontay Wilder's ex-opponent, I'm talking about Eric Molina, of course, he went over across the pond and fought Anthony Joshua, and he got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. I mean, the guy didn't even throw a punch back, and my partners, my Chicano partners were on the phone calling me, man, oh, this guy's a disgrace, he's not fighting back, and this and that. Well, if you come in at the last minute, I guess, and you're facing a six foot seven inch guy who's probably going to kill you no matter what, if you were in the best shape of your life, you're probably going to get beat, um... I guess it's a bit of a daunting experience, but like Bruce the Mouse Strauss used to do, and I think he was 75 and 50 as a pro. Of course, he went around the world, and he never got hurt. Why didn't he ever get hurt? Because when the fight was going downhill, he would find a way to, you know, to end the fight. What I'm trying to say is you got to know when to bow out. Some guys just don't know when to bow out. Straight up, uh, Eric Molina bowed out real quick. 
<laughs> got knocked out. I mean, it was the third round. He made it to the third round. I guess that was a bit of a miracle in itself. Didn't look like he trained at all. And, of course, now Parker, 18-0, 18 knockoffs, in line for a match with, guess who, Vladimir Klitschko. And now I bring you Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko live from Europe. Anthony, good to see Rob McCracken on your shoulder there, the first fight of this new partnership. Let me talk about the fight first. Eric Molina, everybody was talking on paper that it could be a potential banana skin with everybody talking about the future. Disaster averted for you tonight. I know what averted means. Avoided. <laughs> There's no disasters. Disaster averted for you tonight. Disaster or averted. Disaster or, you know, he was trying to tee up with some haymakers. Excuse the pun. But, um, you know, that's everybody bots in. They look for the shots to try and stop you. I bet I was patient because... As I said, people are fresh early on, and uh, we move on. It's not the end of the story yet. We're still on that grind, so um, we get back to the drawing board and move on to 2017. Taking nothing away from Eric Molina, but were you surprised at his negative tactics tonight, or did you simply not allow him to get into the fight? It's two types of thing they can do. You can get a Dylan and Derek type of fight, or you can get someone who comes in the ring like Eric Molina. So it's hard, though, dealing with a negative fighter who's not giving you many options. Because someone who's waiting on the back foot, you've got to create them. So I just have to be patient and create the opportunity. So no problem. It's the style that you've got to do. Now that some opponents are beating themselves before they get into the ring with 18 straight knockouts? No, no, no. These opponents, like, because I'm not one to talk, but I'm not one to mess around. But still, I stayed consistent. I stayed dedicated. And I'm still not at my peak yet. So, you know, the longer... I keep on uh, training and staying in the gym, the better I'll become. It's a strange mix that you're heavyweight champion of the world, but I think in your own words and Rob McCracken's words as well, you're still a heavyweight in progress. Are we seeing developments, especially now you are... Like the nutritionist, the physics, Max, the list goes on, do you know what I mean? So everyone that's putting in work is really producing what they're seeing in the ring right now. Okay, let's move things forward to the future. Do you feel now that after that defence of your title, a relatively straightforward defence, that you're ready to step up to the next level of opponents now? I can see an array of heavyweights at ringside. No problem. Okay, seems like a good time to bring in promoter Eddie Hearn. What's next? Well, I think tonight is as good a time as any to announce what's next. And at this time, I'd like to bring in Bern Bonsi and Vladimir Klitschko to the ring right now in Manchester. Anthony Joshua against Vladimir Klitschko at Wembley Stadium on April the 29th, live and exclusive on Skyway Championship of the World. Vladimir, welcome to Manchester. What did you make of uh, Anthony's performance and how excited are you about the prospects of facing him? Um, first of all, congratulations to you, champ. AJ, you got it. Um, I was watching AJ fighting in London 2012 when he won gold medal. I never thought to ask you this question. I want to ask you three questions. Do you want to see a big fight? Do you want to see a fight where two Olympic champions are involved? Okay. I don't hear you. Anthony. He's here. Apparently the deal is done. Wembley Stadium. How do you feel about that? What, what happened to London O2 Arena? The good times. But listen, we, uh, we move on to a bigger arena. More people can come and view it. I've shared the ring with the champ. Very respectful man outside the ring. Very competitive in the ring. And two warriors are coming together. This is the step up that people have wanted. Klitschko wants his belts back. May the best man win. Okay, in the meantime, on the same car, WBA number one ranked heavyweight Luis King Kong Ortiz out of Cuba, 27-0, 22-KOs. Of course, a guy with some Flintstone vitamins in his background, what I'm trying to say is steroids, battered a guy by the name of David Allen that came in at 9-1, unsurprisingly left at 9-2 for seven rounds before the referee said, enough. The bottom line is, Ortiz is an amazing heavyweight. He's got good moves. I think he's got the best combinations inside I've seen maybe since... Joe Frazier or Buster Mathis or one of those guys. I mean, he can really, 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 I mean, he can really move it inside. Straight up, King Kong Ortiz, a winner last night on uh, in the UK. Of course, next up, the man whose name says it all, boxing writer Socrates Palmer from the Big Apple, live on Sports Byline. Open phone lines around the coast, 
1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk live on Sports Byline from the West Coast. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-
Now the round is about to end. Two knockdowns in the first round of Joe Frazier. Down again. No saving by the bell. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> I'm going to like you. I'm going to hang you, but I'm going to like you. You know, listen to that clip there. Cosell to a lesser extent, but having known both Joe and George, what an exciting, that was just exciting to listen to. You are, little memories going, my mind is a little memories, little wheels going back and forth here. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Speaking of minds, we're bringing one of the billion, brilliant minds in the world of boxing when it comes to writing, folks. Let's talk about the man with the, the name that says it all, Socrates Palmer. Socrates, very good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, my brother. How are you? Pretty good, man. I didn't go through all the results. Let me go through some of the other results last night. Bud Crawford, of course, Ted, uh, yee, Terrence Crawford, very mean guy. And Terrence Crawford, don't tick him off. He's a very mean guy with uh, incredible abilities. But you get a mean, sort of like Roberto Duran mean. 30 and now, 21 KOs. As I said earlier, took out John Molina Jr., 29 and 7 now. And Julio Cesar Chavez, the winner as well. Uh, coming back at 167 pounds. More power to him, making the weight and looking strong, going 10 rounds. Um, and the IBF 154-pound title holder, Jamal Charlo, remained undefeated 25-0, 19 wax with a fifth-round KO of Julian J. Rock Williams of Philadelphia, 22-1-1, 14 KOs. That was Saturday night in L.A. at the UC-USC campus. Uh, Williams was dropped in round two and again twice in the fifth round. Um, wow. I mean, a pretty active weekend of boxing. How much of it was quality? Um, it was enough to... Uh so I guess what the appetite of, of, of the boxing fans, um, to the average sports fan, probably not. You know, it might might have been a blip on the radar screen, but but if you're a fight fan, the uh, Williams Charlo fight was was good. I think it lived up to uh, the hype. You know, it was a although it was a a dominating one sided win, it was still very competitive while it lasted. You know, Williams had his moments. Um, I think that was probably the highlight of the, of the weekend. The other stuff that went, you know, chalk, so to speak. Um, but uh, Charlo showed that he's legit. You know, it was a it was a great win, real sounding um, message that he sent, and he's probably the best uh, fighter at that weight class. And I think he said he's going up to sixty in his next time out. So um, I think his future looks bright. Well, if he's that good at one fifty four, then he should hook up with the other guy at one fifty four. But there's really not another guy at one fifty four because Canelo only weighs one fifty four for the blink of an eye. And then he goes back up to like 173. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can make the case that um, that Lara might be the best guy at 54, other than Charlo and Canelo. I, I don't know. Like you said, Canelo, he he fights at 154. Is it really his weight class, or is it to avoid the Golovkin fight? I don't know. You know. Um, regardless, I, I think Charlo's still in the discussion. You know, um, he clearly showed that there's levels to this. Williams is a good fighter. I thought Showtime was kind of overselling him a little bit too much, especially Paul Lee said this is two A class fighters. I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't think it was the case of two A class fighters. I think we wanted to see who was the A class. I think the the winner emerged as the A class type of guy. And I think Williams showed maybe that he's just that notch right below. You know, especially the, the in the in the punching power aspect, which was uh, obviously, the determining factor because he hit Charlo flush and he didn't make him budge. You know, and I think that was a big difference. And if he were to ever fight someone heavy-handed like a Canelo or someone like that, he'd probably get the same result, same beating. Well, I'd like to see Canelo do his thing at 154 against Charlo. That would sort of clean things up at 154, and it gives him an excuse not to go to 160. Now he's got problems at 154. So, I mean. I would say that, that, you know, Canelo Alvarez, when I talked to him in, in Puerto Rico a month ago, a month and a half ago, he was of the opinion that he would fight Golovkin in the second fight sometime in September of 2017. That's what he thought. He wasn't going to commit to it, but he, that's what he thought was going to happen. Of course, that means he was going to fight somebody else in, in the May fight of 2017. But, you know, you look, you look at the big picture right now. If Charlo can make some noise at 154 and keep him at 154 – you know, that builds up a bigger fight at 160 with the guys, with the winner between Charlo and, uh, and, and, and Alvarez to fight at 160 with Golovkin. I know Golovkin's still waiting for a, a dance partner, but, 
you know, 154 right now is hot. These guys are making it happen, Charlo and Alvarez. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's good to see, obviously. Um, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's, it's TV. You know, little TV and, and, you know, make these matchmakers, I mean, make the you know, promoters do business, you know, because, like you said, there are guys at 54. Um, if, if they want to squeeze out even one last payday out of Miguel Cotto, you got to put his name into the mix. You know, there, there's fights out there. You know, just hopefully they do right by the fans in, in 2017. You, you know, speaking of Cotto, he told me in 2010, after he took that licking from uh, Manny Pacquiao, I think it was 2010, the Giants were winning the World Series. We're in Cartagena, Colombia, I believe. And he said to me, he said, you know, I'm not going to take too many more lickings. He goes, no more Manny Pacquiao-like beatings for me. He goes, I realize I've got a family and, you know, and I want to have my uh, my faculties and this and that. And he continues to fight. He's got more money than he could probably ever spend. And when I saw him in, in Puerto Rico a month ago at that WO convention, I mean, he was he was being Miguel Cotto, having a good time and this kind of stuff. But I, I just don't know. You know, the residual effects of professional boxing, contact sports, combat sports in, in, in particular, and of course, the NFL as well, um, down the road, you might not be able to count that money. So is it really worth it? It's a rough business. I mean, it's, it's, a it's, rough it's business. funny. His, uh, his countryman, uh, baseball player, Carlos Beltran, decided that he's just turned 40. You know, he's hitting a baseball, and he just got $16 million, I believe, from the Houston Astros. So it's a different, you know, It's it, this isn't baseball. This isn't golf, you know, like you say. Yeah. So it's a rough profession, and, and he's fighting... Anytime you, you, you put yourself in front of another human being, you know, that's a, that's trying to punch back at you, it's a big risk. And I guess Cotto, you know, if he's matched up, you know, safe, quote-unquote, I guess he can get away with it. But I don't know. It's uh, I, I think his best years are, are definitely behind him. You know, I don't but know don't, what, what else. Other than collecting money, what else is him, there for him to prove? Don't you think that Rock Nation is trying to keep him in the game so they can have a player of his stature? Yeah. That, that, yeah, I don't think you have to be that. Yeah, that, that analytical. Absolutely. I mean, they have him. They have Andre Ward, and and uh, as a Vegas, I believe they also have. Speaking and of Andre, oh, 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 time out. Speaking of Andre Ward, how did you have that fight scored a couple of weeks ago? Wow. Um, you know what? It was the type of fight that. Even though I was rooting for Ward, it didn't seem like Ward won. You know, I think it was closer to a draw than anything else. But I do see the rounds that you could give Tommy Ward. But you know, gun to my head, I, it, it didn't seem like it. And, and you hope that there's a rematch because I don't think a champion is supposed to lose that way. And definitely, I would say the consensus of public opinion is that Kovalev won that fight. But I had a, a, a draw. Uh, closer than the award win. Is that fair? You, 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 you know what? I, I will, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one because when I when I looked at that fight, I just saw I saw Kovalev doing what you're supposed to do. In other words, the, the four criteria for scoring a professional boxing match is effective aggressiveness, effective punches, uh, uh, clean punches, um, rings, generalship, and defense, okay? And I thought that, you know, Andre Ward, yeah, he looked great climbing off the canvas early, in the, early on in this night and coming back. But, you know, there weren't enough rounds in my book for Andre Ward to come back. Had the fight been 17 rounds, maybe he could have came back, but not for a 12-round fight. So we're talking boxing here. I got the great Socrates Palmer, honored always and blessed to have him with us. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 Seven five tonight. Socrates will be with me after the break. Of course, we're talking boxing here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, as well as mixed martial arts coming up in hour number two. Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, of course, talking back and forth now. Conor has a boxing license in the state of California. I don't know why he went to California to get one and not Nevada, but he went to California to get one. He is licensed in the state of California as a professional boxer, and I can only see that. Uh, because Floyd Mayweather wants him licensed as a boxer. And, of course, he and Floyd would hook up in a sensational money match. I'm not saying it would be a sensational fight. It would be a sensational money match. It would make a lot of money. Curiosity people from both spectrums of both sports would want to watch this, and I think it would make it a mega event on pay-per-view. Socrates, what do you, I got about 20 seconds for the break here. Uh, McGregor and, 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 and Mayweather, is that really is that is that an option? Do you think that's a sports, a sports fan's option? They'd want to see that. 
gosh, that's it's more for TMZ than ESPN. How does that connect with that? I mean, I don't think McGregor you know, would probably be the best amateur in California or wherever he, he lives. I, I, to me, it's always a joke. Freeze that thought. Know. Freeze that thought, Socrates. Freeze that thought. You are too, the sports bottle, and this is Ring Talk. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906-800-296-0906-800-296-0906-800-296-0906. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. Just call 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. I'm not invincible. Uh, the great Floyd Mayweather isn't invincible. Nobody's invincible. You just have guys that are really, really good at what they do, and 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 that's just what it is. But anybody can be knocked out. Anything can happen in that ring, and that's why boxing has the buzz and intrigue that it has, and that's why it'll never die. Because I, I'm a huge sports fan. I watch all sports, but it, it's something. It's one thing to watch a team sport, but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle and one may be favored over the other but you never know what's going to happen and and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez i'm great thank you pedro i'm great i feel great andre ward first up there and uh, of course Gennady golovkin that'd be a great fight 168 pounds wow of course, the Andre Ward at 160, I thought, was a far better fighter than the fighter at 175. Socrates, before we went to the break, we were talking about TMZ, of course, and 
Floyd Mayweather and possibly Conor McGregor. But, you know, in the past, when boxers have retired, champions have retired, some have become professional wrestlers. Others have done freak show type of things. I mean, is Mayweather basically a freak show now? Um, I mean, I don't know if he's a freak show to that extent, but, I mean, what does a fight against Conor McGregor prove? I mean, if he really wants to come back to fight, fight one of the young guys. Fight Terrence Crawford. Give Terrence Crawford a shot. Give, uh, you know, a Charlo a shot. Any, I mean, Conor McGregor fight, that's, it's a farce. And, and, uh, and let's say we just buy into the BS. At what weight would they fight at? I mean, are weights... Significantly different, and, and no, no, one forty-seven. They both fight at one forty-seven. They both fight one. So, what does that prove, though? I mean, could, could Conor McGregor even make the Irish, you know, national team at this point? I mean, I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I will tell you this though: that you know, the 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 key to beating Mayweather, I think, is being able to take his shot, and most guys can take his shot. And I think that if they're willing to take a shot, and I think if McGregor's willing to take a shot and get in on the inside with Floyd, they could do some nasty things by stepping on his foot and things like that. I mean, there are ways to beat Floyd Mayweather. I think now he's easier to beat than he was three or four or five years ago, obviously more than easier than he was 10 years ago. Uh-huh. But I'm saying to you that that the uh, the world of mixed martial arts and, and Floyd's going – I mean, Floyd's talking smack back and forth. These guys are going back and forth, I mean, each week. Floyd's telling him to go get a license. He's going to get a license. Floyd's saying we're going to make that fight. Floyd realizes, I think, that he wouldn't have to train uh, as hard or, or be as, as as concerned about McGregor in a boxing match as he would another young fighter like the aforementioned Bud Crawford. Yeah, you know what? If if they're willing to pay him a lot of money and it's a quote unquote easy fight, and you know, by all means, I'm not a, I'm not a hater, but if it happens, it, it's I mean, what, what does it do for for, e- for either legacy? You know, I mean, if McGregor gets in there, I, I, I wonder what happens if something in McGregor snaps. If he says, you know what, let me hurt Floyd. Let me, you know, what, what, what's he going to do about it? You know, <laughs> it, 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 I wonder if that could creep into his mind. I mean, it certainly did to Victor Ortiz, you know, and he got desperate and he headbutted Floyd. But if he decided to really hurt Mayweather, I mean, because obviously if they fought in a no-holds-barred situation, you know, Floyd would have zero chance. But so if it's a fight, let's buy into the into the circus. That's the only thing that would probably intrigue me to see if something in McGregor snaps somewhere in the fight. You know, but would you be interested in seeing that that boxing match, Pedro? It would be a straight-up boxing match. Socrates Palmer's our guest. Well, Socrates, we'll change. We'll switch gears here. Let's talk about this heavyweight from Cuba, Luis Ortiz. They call him King Kong. Twenty-seven mil, twenty-two zips. He took out a uh, guy that was nine and one last night, and surprisingly, he's nine and two now for seven rounds. But Ortiz is ranked high in, in a lot of the sanctioning bodies, but he's had that Flintstone vitamin pass. But you know, when I look at his his inside work, he's got inside work. He may be the best inside fighter of any heavyweight, maybe since Mike Tyson. He's got a great uppercut, and yeah. um, he he might be the most complete. Absolutely, he might be the most complete out of the heavyweight. Um, and probably for good reason, he will probably be the guy outside of the loop. You know, um, everyone's mentioning each other except that no one's mentioning uh, Ortiz. You know, Joshua's going to, he's got his dance partner in Klitschko, and I don't know what's going to happen with Parker and Ruiz, and then you have Wilder. No I, no one's going to want to fight that guy unless they have to. You know, I know Eddie Hearn has him, so maybe the, the fight between the win of Joshua and Klitschko takes place. But um, I, I, I'm on board with you. I think he's the most complete out of the uh, out of the heavyweights. He scares me. I mean, here's what's up. You know, uh, heavyweights are, for the most part, they, they, for the last 25, 30 years, they've been able to get lazy inside. You know, not worry about the stuff coming up the middle of things like that because most of these guys are the Klitschko type of thing, the outside fighter. Okay, but, but you know, Ortiz bringing those nice moves inside, the uppercuts, the hooks, working the body. Um he, a Cuban, there, I tell you what, he has a heavyweight body, whether he's taking steroids or not, he has a heavyweight body, and, and I would say that he would be a good fight for any of the guys, but you're right, he'll be like the Guillermo Rigano of the heavyweight division, in other words, just totally avoided, like Lara. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Too good yeah, for his own good. Too good for his own good, no doubt about that. Anyway, um, 
what do you see happening with with uh, Joshua and, and Klitschko now for the for when they're going to clash? I think in April at Wembley Stadium in front of eighty thousand people, and that's going to be a great fight, a big match as far as of course Klitschko and, and Joshua have been sparring partners in the past. Um, in fact, I remember uh, Larry Merchant telling me one day he had a conversation with Vladimir about two years ago, two or three years ago. And he was talking about Joshua being in, in his camp and things like that. And he had the most potential. And now they're going to hook up, you know, teacher versus student. What happens? Well, every day that passes, Vladimir gets older. So obviously I think that plays to, to uh, Joshua's advantage. Um, I, I mean, I, I have to favor Joshua. I mean, he's obviously younger, might be the bigger puncher. Um, now, the only thing is, How's he going to react in, in that big stage? I mean, there's probably going to be about 60,000 people at least for that fight. 80. I know he, fight, he fights in sold-out stadiums, but outdoor, it's a different animal, I think. So that's the only thing that worries me. That And uh, obviously Klitschko with, the, with his patented jab-jab grab, I don't think Joshua's going to allow that. I think he's too physically strong. Um, so I'll probably favor Joshua, uh, maybe a late knockout. Hmm. Uh, we mentioned Julian Wimsel earlier, of course, losing by stoppage to Jamal Charlo. Do you come back from a stoppage like that? Is that something you can come back from? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he seems to be someone who's who is main focus is boxing. I don't think he's got the distractions outside the ring. Um, he has to come back. I mean, he hasn't made the money to to, to lose that hunger. You know, um, he lost. I think he has, he has a good trainer in uh, the bread man with him. Um, it's, he just has to dust himself off. I mean, he didn't take a beating. You know, he got knocked out, and that was it. You know, I think worse, would, it wasn't like a Meldrick Taylor type of beat down for 30 minutes. You know, it was a knockout. Okay, we lost. Psychologically, can he come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, he, 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 you know, he can always say to himself, he lost to the best. But you know, when they bring him back, He's going to have to come back probably against a very tough fighter because, number one, he doesn't sell tickets. He's going to be on the B side more than likely, you know, but then PBC will give him opportunities, that's for sure. I, I don't I don't doubt that, and, and I think he gave a showing that Showtime will want to bring him back, you know. Um, and the division is wide open, especially if Charlo moves up, you know, so. Charlo's um, real, yeah, Charlo, Charlo, Charlo does look like he's a real deal, though. Yeah, oh no, he's. I, 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 I'm sold. You know, it was the type of fight that I was like, okay, these guys look good. They've beaten everyone that they're supposed to beat. Let's see what happens when when the tables are even and and Charlo emerged out of the two. So yeah, I'm sold. I'm very sold, and uh, I I'm not that much sold on his brother, um, but this guy he seems like a real legit and mean fighter. Like you brought up with Crawford, he's got that meanness. You know, and uh, and I think that's a big uh, intangible that a lot of fighters uh, need to bring with them, and sometimes they don't. Um, he's got a lot of deals with them. So. So could, you talk about Palmer. I, I mean Palmer. <clears throat> Excuse me. Talk about Crawford. Anybody named Bud? I mean, hey Bud. Yeah, he's not a Bud. I, I, I'm telling you, he's. I saw him snarl a couple of times in Puerto Rico. Um, you piss him off, and he will go off on you. And of course, Mister. Mr. Molina pissed him off last night, not, not making the weight and talking all that smack. And, of course, he paid the price of that. Now, next week, oh, man, HBO is going to put a date on the line, of course, for Bernard Hopkins, December 17th. It is, should they even put Bernard Hopkins on HBO? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I believe in the meritocracy, and you, you get what you deserve, you know, if you earn. Um, I guess. If we have, I mean, I guess if we have to put up with it, you know, I, I hope that Joe Smith knocks him out and it's the last time we see him because my biggest fear is that Hopkins looks really good and they want to squeeze another fight out of him. And, and I've been tired of Hopkins probably about five or six fights ago. You know, I don't think he belongs in the ring. I think he's a boring fighter. He's been boring for a long time. No, who, who wants to see Bernard Hopkins fight anymore? You know, I, do you? I, I don't no, know. You know, I was, I, I was, me and Bernard had dinner, and Lou DiBella, I think, paid for it after he beat uh, Felix Trinidad back in 2001. It's been that long ago. Of course, he hasn't had too many exciting fights in there. A lot of, a lot of his fights are just so terrible and so dull, and why he wants to keep 
forcing people to watch that. HBO keeps putting him on. I just don't get it. I think he's 50. Is he 53 years old? Uh, I know his birthday's coming up. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I really yeah. Don't know. I mean, you know, I, you know what, Socrates? He's taking time. He's taking a TV slot away from a younger guy that deserves it. There's some guy that's going to be sitting at home that deserves that TV slot. That's not going to get it. Yeah. No, I, I see that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see that point of view. Um, I mean, yeah, has Bernard been a, a great champion? Absolutely. You know, Hall of Famer. He's a good quote for the media. Um, but that's it. Move on, man. Move on. You know, um, do you need to get, do you need to get knocked out face first, you know, to, in order to know when it's time, you know, but I mean, he's fighting a guy that, that is hungry. Maybe he could frustrate like the way he did, you know, Pavlik and Tarver with all his antics, but you know, that's it, man. Time to go. I mean, I, it's not, it's, you know, he's holding on to it and HBO keeps putting him on, keeps putting him out there. So, um, I guess we'll be forced to watch it, you know. But um, where is the fight taking place? Is that in L.A.? I have no idea. Fifty-five and seven is Hopkins, of course. Um, uh, Joe Smith twenty-two and one. Joe Smith is Joe DeGuardia fighter. Uh, he he may be. I'm not certain. Um, and he's from Chicago. And yeah, yeah, believe it or not, this is going to be at the this will be at the the forum in L.A. I mean, this is the forum. I I can't believe the forum would even put this on. I mean. Wow. Good luck trying to draw with Bernard Hopkins and Joe Smith in the main event at the L.A. Forum. Good luck on that one. Yeah, yeah that doesn't make any sense. If it's supposed to be his last fight and he's supposed to be Philly's, you know, greatest fighter, why not put him out in Philly somewhere? I mean, I don't know. Does he does he get that Philly love? I don't know. I, mean, I, don't... I, I, don't, I have no idea, but California, shame on them for licensing a 50-plus-year-old man in a professional boxing match. Now, real quick before I let you go, the 20th of January, the rematch, Carl Frampton. Man, Frampton comes alive, baby. Carl Frampton, 23-0, um, taking on Leo Santa Cruz, 32-1-1. Santa Cruz losing that fight to Carl Frampton in a bit of an upset, but Frampton can fight, man. Frampton can fight. He's a lot better than what I thought. Um, it's a, that's a, but in the two, I was at the first fight. The guys, the styles really blended well. It was an exciting atmosphere. Um, I thought he went cleanly. I didn't think that there was a need for, for an immediate rematch. But uh, I, really, I expect fireworks. You know, is, is Santa Cruz, is he, is he, uh, does he have that champion's mentality? Now they're fighting in his hometown. Uh, you know, I hope that the, that it doesn't become a, okay, some hometown cooking. On the decision, you know, but I expect a good fight. I like Frampton a lot. He's a little bit more dynamic than than uh, Santa Cruz, and I think that was the difference. And okay. uh, I, I got about I got about forty seconds for the break. Tell me about Mikey Garcia, thirty-five and zero, taking on Mikey Garcia. Is he the most wasted talent in boxing in the past five, ten years, or what? Uh, well, managerial issues and promotional issues. Um, yeah, Mikey's great. I like Mikey a lot. Um, he. Uh, He's, he just needs to be active. You know, I think he's as good as anybody. Uh, that's a really good super fight if they could ever make that happen. Uh, Mikey and, and, and Bud Crawford has all the makings of of a uh, of a mega fight. You know, good point. So- Socrates Palmer, all the best. You would go to the break with you. You're still a young man from Tower of Power, and guess what? You'll always be a young man. You take good care, my brother. Thank you very much, Pedro. The great Socrates Palmer. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network live from the West Coast. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices 
again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Men is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. If you or someone you care about is trapped by addiction to drugs or alcohol, then don't miss this life-changing message from the Addiction Recovery Network. Hi, I'm Adam Weil. I'm CEO of the Addiction Recovery Network. Addiction doesn't discriminate, and treatment's not a one-size-fits-all approach. There's no cure for addiction. Addiction is a lifelong journey that people struggle with every day. We find the best treatment centers that have the full continuum of care that will ultimately give people the best chance to succeed. Dealing with an addiction is hard enough. Finding the right treatment shouldn't be. Please, if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, don't wait till it's too late. We're here to help. Make one of the most important calls of your life. The call is confidential and could save your life or the life of someone you love. Private insurance could cover the entire cost, so call 800-300-3388. That's 800-300-3388. 800-300-3388. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 Boxing. Boxing returns to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, where home of the New York Nets. Brooklyn Nets, call them what you want. Of course, that's the January 14th, a Showtime Championship Boxing card. Of course, Badu Jack and James DeGal. That's the main event. So, boxing back in Brooklyn. Right on. You know, I think that the fact that, that boxing is is just coming alive in this Brooklyn Barclays Center. I mean, lots of fights there. Fights there every couple of months, if not once a month. I think that's the way to go. In fact, we need a New York arena that's not as big as the Garden, per se. And, of course, not as small as the the, the Felt Forum, per se. The little place, of course, the little garden next to Madison Square Garden. So the Brooklyn arena works well for boxing, works well for hockey, it works well for basketball. It's a great arena. I've been there. Check it out when you get a chance to go to Brooklyn. Bottom line is Shannon Briggs. Tells Tyson Fury, guess what? You can come back. Don't worry about it. You'll be okay. You can kick the cocaine. You can't kick it. You got a coke habit, folks. You're a boxer. If you're even delving into that kind of stuff, putting poison in your body, you're not respecting your body, you're probably not going to be able to rise to the top ever again. I think that Tyson Fury's rise to the top was a fluke. He's a giant gypsy. Let him go. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two, forthcoming on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and many of these internet platforms. It will be Ring Talk on MMA. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, keep your butt off the campus of life. This is Sports Byline, live from the West Coast. <laughs> 